again, everyone, and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm Nick Zulovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group and senior editor at Subprime Auto Finance News and the BHPH Report. For this episode of the podcast, pleased to welcome two of the leading executives from ByRider, Chief Executive Officer Craig Peters and Chris Hadley, the company's Vice President of Franchising. Craig, Chris, thank you so much for making time for the podcast. Yeah, great, thank you, Nick. Thanks for having us. Well, well Craig, let, let's start our conversation uh, with you as we're, we're, we're sharing our, our dialogue here. We're, we're now more than a year in, into this pandemic that certainly has, has impacted all of us. Uh, if you could, please just give us a, a lay of the land, so to speak, from, from Byrider's perspective on, on how the company has navigated the situation and, and where things stand now. Yeah, no, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I think I think first and foremost, um, we, we've always uh, we've always viewed uh, reliable transportation as a, a key necessity in people's lives, and I think that was uh, probably even more obvious uh, as we went into the pandemic, just with with a lot of the shutdowns and what what people had access to 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 get around, um, uh, even just to do the basics. So so obviously that's been a, a mission of ours. Uh, is to make sure that we can offer that that reliable transportation. So I, I think I think that was really a key that our you know our industry and I'll I'll, I'll include uh, you know just by rider specific. I think you know we were able to navigate that a little bit more more uh, more easily. I think it was still a, a product that was in demand. Um, so I, I don't think we were as impacted as as uh, as heavily as maybe some other industries, which which obviously were were impacted uh, very, uh, a lot more than we were. Um, but I also think we were able to pivot early. I mean, obviously, there's there's been a, a shift to digital in general, uh, and just various investments in technology, and we were on that path as well. I think what we did is we accelerated some of those key things. Uh, in particular, how do we improve the online uh, application process uh, to provide financing uh, and also. Uh, allowing consumers to to browse our inventory and so forth. So we we, we did make, we did pivot and pivot and make those investments very early on. Uh, we also uh, created flexibility where they could book appointments online, uh, you know, and and uh, those types of things. But but also, even our CRM was really focused around the investments. There was how do we just make the application and car buying experience uh, a little more smooth, uh, especially online. Uh, and then, uh, you know, clearly we had a lot of data that we uh, uh, invested in or, or data infrastructure to invest in that really enabled us to understand kind of what the consumer was not only looking for, but how can we best serve them? Because uh, obviously improving that experience has been a focus of ours uh, and will continue to be. Um, so I think, I think, you know, as we came into 21, I think though, you know, 20 was obviously a challenging year for, for, for everyone. Uh, but as we entered into 21, uh, you know, we, we have been off to a great start. Um, you know, the first quarter results have been very strong, which I think is is similar to the the entire industry. Um, you know, I think we'll it'll it'll be interesting to see how things flow um, as you know maybe some of this uh, you know the government stimulus that came out and some of that investment slows down. But but we feel pretty good about how we're positioned to really continue to to uh, to grow the business not only. Uh, within our existing stores, but I think we'll we'll continue to see good growth in the in the franchise system, whether that's you know new stores or even new ownership groups. So we feel pretty good about how we're heading into twenty one. Well, excellent. That that's so so great to hear, and and perfect segue to to bring Chris into the the conversation now from from that franchisee uh, perspective. Uh, Chris, what is 
the the dialogue been like between the the company and its and its network of, of franchisees uh, through through the pandemic and and beyond? What assistance have they been seeking? How how resilient have they been? Yeah, no. I again, thanks for having us, Nick, and uh, appreciate the opportunity. Firewriter's been franchising for thirty years, and one of the things that we've worked on very very hard is to to make sure that we have strong relationships with our, our franchisees and, and to really be a leader and, and to set set the trail on, on what they should be doing and, and how they should be thinking about the business. And, you know, as we entered into the pandemic, uh, they definitely were looking to us for, for solid leadership. And, um, you know, it was nice to be able to work with, with the franchisees um, very, very um, tactically on a, on a lot of different fronts, everything from navigating the different state regulations that were, were being put in in place and uh, you know helping them figure out whether or not they could sell cars or whether or not they could service cars uh, so we really uh, provide a lot of assistance on, on those fronts uh, on top of that uh, with some of the ppp money uh, we focused on working with our franchisees and uh, we, we actually had a lot of success with that program 100 percent of our franchisees uh, received uh, ppp dollars so you know that from a foundational standpoint was a, a nice deliverable uh, across the system. Uh, but, it, you know, as we got into the pandemic and as it, it continued to, to drag on, obviously, um, we spent a lot of time on, on just changing how we were thinking about retailing customers and, and going online with an online approval. Uh, so focused on, on being a really a great retailer and making the adjustments um, that, that were necessary. Uh, so we deliver that across the system as well. Um, so, you know, I, what I would tell you is that uh, franchisees saw a lot of, a lot of great success um, you know, in, in 2020, and in fact, our, our franchise system uh, profitability was up about 58%. So really, really excited, uh, excited to see what they were able to accomplish through just really kind of the, their, their focus. Um, a few other things that, that I may just uh, highlight for, for a second, um, you know, with our, our franchise system, uh, we worked pretty closely. And, um, you know, what we saw is, you know, in some cases, um, you know, just being able to go out and find the right staff that that, um, that were needed to support the dealership, support the customers. Uh, that's something that we, we continue to work on is, is to continue to, to elevate uh, the, the staffing levels in our, our dealerships and, and make sure that, uh, that they can meet uh, consumer demand. Uh, which is extremely strong here in 2021. Uh, what I would tell you is that uh, sales uh, throughout the system through April are up about 25%, uh, which is just uh, really exciting uh, to see. And, you know, something that we're going to continue to, uh, to to focus in on is helping them, um, you know, deliver more cars and, and have the right staff and and probably more importantly, the, the right inventory uh, to, to meet the demand that's, that's in the marketplace today. So, um, again, worked with the, the franchise system through the, the pandemic. Uh, we did provide royalty relief to them and, um, you know, we, we all uh, came through it together, which was, uh, you know, something that I'm proud uh, it's a it's a great accomplishment for our organization. Oh, in, indeed, that that's so wonderful to hear about the the accomplishments and all the the positive metrics and and trajectories uh, from from top to bottom. Again, the voices that you're hearing here on the ep this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast are are two of the top executives of Byrider, Chief Executive Officer Craig Peters and Chris Hadley, the company's vice president of franchising. And, and Chris, let, let's continue with you uh, along with the, the sales performances that, that you referenced. Uh, a buy rider recently rolled out a, 
a new initiative on how to become a franchisee. Uh, if you could, please take us through when, when the idea for, for Buy, Ride, or Direct surfaced and, and what foundation uh, had to be put in place to, to get it to launch. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. It's, you know, Buy, Ride, or like I had mentioned earlier, we've been franchising for, for 30 years and uh, not to date myself, but I've been around for a lot of those those 30 years. And, uh, you know, we have a traditional model that is not only selling automobiles, but making the lending decisions and then servicing the the, the contracts that, that are put in place on the automobiles. And um, we started talking about the, this particular concept called Buy, Ride, or Direct. Actually, it was, it was pre-pandemic. Uh, we wanted to look at making the business model a little bit simpler uh, for, for our franchisees. We also wanted to try to address um, the, the cost of entry to, to enter into the franchise system. Uh, so we began to, to, to just kind of uh, whiteboard some, some different thoughts on, on how we could do that. And really where we landed was um, Buy, Ride, or Direct, which allows a dealer to focus on being a great retailer. Um, you know, we feel like we've got the tools in place from, from our website, online approval at, the, at this point in time, uh, inventory acquisition, uh, some of the metrics that we can monitor uh, because of our, our network and, and really help um, you know, franchisees that come into this model just focus on retail. How do I sell cars? How do I sell more cars? And how do I uh, effectively do that uh, at the right margin? And um, so, you know, as, as time uh, wore on, as, as this uh, became more of a reality, uh, we actually tapped one of our uh, existing franchisees on the shoulder and asked him if, if this would be something he'd like to convert his stores to. Uh, so for the last, uh, you know, really almost two years at this point, um, you know, we've been working with him to refine the model. Uh, we've made a lot of great strides. In fact, some of the things um, that, that we've seen in this particular model, uh, we're bringing to our, our more traditional models. So um, we, we think it's uh, somewhat, as far as our system goes, revolutionary as far as how we're thinking about the, the business. Um, and, and we're really excited to be able to offer it to um, really, you know, people that are in the auto space and, and this, this model, because you just focus on the retail side of things, which we think that we can train and, and elevate people to, uh, we can pe bring people from outside of the auto space in, in, into this particular model and, and make them extremely successful. So uh, excited about it. And, um, you know, we're seeing just tremendous results out of our our existing uh, stores are in place and um, already starting to build a pipeline up. So that is something that, uh, you know, we're going to continue to focus on as an organization. And, and Craig, in, in light of what Chris just shared, along with the, the robust network of, of company owned and, and franchise stores already in, in operation, uh, what, what goals for, for growth might uh, BuyRider have? Uh, how, how big can, can BuyRider become? Yeah, no, uh, thanks, Nick. Yeah, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll start out just to congratulate our, our newest franchisee, Paul Hanks, uh, and his team down in Conyers, Georgia, which uh, which marks for us a, a re-entry back into Georgia, which we're excited about, and we're happy and, and eager to support his efforts down there. So, just wanted to recognize that. But no, um, you know, obviously with with where we're focused now, um, we've had a very successful, uh, you know, what we'll call our traditional uh, franchise model, and now with Buy Rider Direct. Uh, we feel that we've got a lot of uh, a lot of growth opportunity in the organization. I think we're we're uh, in a great position uh, to really scale the business over the next two to three years and 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 beyond as well. Um, if you think about you know th there there's there's more markets out there than we have stores today uh, across the system. So the growth opportunities are are fairly uh, are fairly substantial for us. And you know we'll make sure we do it in a in a measured way to be you know to make sure that you know uh, you know our 
you know, our franchisees can be successful at that. Um, but we really do see uh, great opportunities um, in, uh, in both existing ownership expansion, but also growth from, from new ownership groups coming in either, uh, you know, through this new buy rider direct model, which we've had a lot of great uh, early interest on it. So uh, we're excited about that. So I think uh, we've got some good, uh, good opportunities for growth there along with, uh, with, uh, you know, our existing ownership group, uh, you know, growing that footprint. So I think there's a lot of opportunities uh, for us really across all, all markets uh, across the U.S. to really continue to grow. Closing moments here on the Auto Remarketing Podcast with our special guests, by Rider Chief Executive Officer Craig Peters and Chris Hadley, the company's Vice President of Franchising. And, and gentlemen, to, to round out our, our conversation, Chris, we'll, we'll, we'll turn back to you and then Craig will let you have the, the last word of our, of our conversation here. Just uh, what, what's on your radar to watch closely for, for the rest of the year that, that might impact uh, Buy Rider and, and the automotive retail industry in, in general as, as we go forward? Chris, we'll, we'll turn back to you and, and then Craig to, to round us out. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Um, what I would tell you is that there are a few things that are, are definitely on my radar uh, besides focusing on, on the growth of, of Buy Rider Direct. Um, first is, is the vehicle pricing that we're seeing across the, the wholesale market. Uh, Mannheim's vehicle index, 54, 54% year over year increase in the month of April. So, you know, we are seeing uh, the, the vehicle inventory prices up quite a bit. And, you know, being able to, to meet our supply needs for our dealerships is, is something that we're very, very focused on. So uh, we continue to, to think about uh, different strategies uh, that we can employ to, to support our, our franchise network and, and our company stores just in the vehicle acquisition uh, side of things, because it is, um, you know, that, that old supply and demand economics uh, uh, lesson that we learned many, many years ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, so inventory, the, the pricing of that is, is definitely our, our first and foremost thought at this point in time. The other thing that I would mention is just the, the customer aspect of our business. Uh, we saw this, uh, you know, really kind of pre-pandemic as well. Uh, customers never like to spend a lot of time in, in, in dealerships. And uh, that comes quite loud and clear when, when you look at any survey uh, across the industry. They just don't want to spend a lot of time in dealership. Uh, during the pandemic, obviously, they want to spend less time uh, just with the, the fear of COVID. Uh, I think as we start to normalize and, and return to, to customers and more of a, a normal sh shopping pattern, um, I think I just still think that's going to be very, very present for us, uh, that customers will want to spend less time uh, in, in the dealership. So that is something that here at BuyRider we're very, very focused on is, is how do we make our, our customer engagement and our customer um, acquisition uh, extremely effective and um, you know meet their needs and their demands. So uh, those would be the two things that I would highlight that, that we're going to be focused here uh, through the remainder of the year. Yeah, no, no, thanks, Chris. And, and thanks, Nick. Yeah, I, you know, a couple of things I'll, I'll just mention, you know, I, obviously we'll be, we'll be monitoring uh, kind of how the economy continues to trend. Um, you know, I, you know, there's a, a lot of ways obviously can go. I won't speculate on that, but, but I mean, clearly um, just continuing to monitor how, as the country continues to open up, uh, you know, throughout the, you know, the summer and, and beyond, you know, really keeping an eye on how that, how, you know, spending uh, continues to trend along with how, you know, getting people back to work, which I know is critical. Um, so we'll be monitoring that closely along with, um, you know, if there's, you know, any trends uh, kind of on inflation. I know that's been a topic that's come up more frequently. So we'll certainly be watching uh, closely on, on those trends to, to see what kind of adjustments we need to make. 
Uh, and then lastly, just what we talked about with, with Buy Rider Direct, I, I think that's really a, a, a great area for us to focus on, on getting the, uh, getting the franchise model out to more and more ownership groups and, and really um, focused on, on getting that message out and growing the system, which I think will be a, a key focus for us uh, on, on continuing, uh, you know, on the journey that we've been on and, and really excited about, you know, our, our future and, and kind of how we've uh, really started out the year and uh, really look forward to it. But, but I do thank you for the opportunity and uh, really appreciate the time, Nick. Thank you. That's Craig Peters, Chief Executive Officer at ByRider, and Chris Hadley, the company's Vice President of Franchising. Craig, Chris, th thank you uh, so much for, for the time and congratulations on, on all the achievements and certainly all the best for continued success. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nick. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, you can just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For fellow hosts, Bill Zadites and Joe Overby, as well as our executive producer, Matt Rice. I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast.